was born at 11, 12 p.m. 11 plus 12. 23. My birthday, 23. Driver's license, social security number. It's all 23. Sif, it's indicating my life. You've concerned yourself with minutia and you've drawn wild conclusions from them. Welcome, everybody, to the new edition of the Monthly Movie Dispatch. In this episode, we're going to be doing our summer movie wager. This idea was directly taken from the Slash Film cast, where they do a contest every summer where you guess what you think the top 10 movies of the year of the summer will be and the order that they'll be in. Um, first, before we get going on this, uh, let's see who's competing in the contest this year. Um, we've got Derek. Hello. Brandon. Hey, guys. And Sean. Hello. So, um, yeah, Brandon, do you want to explain uh, the rules of the contest? All right, so there's a few points here. Uh, the biggest thing is getting the number one or the number 10 spot dead on will award each person 13 points. Um, then after that, 10 points will be awarded for being dead on in any of the numbers two through nine spaces. Um, then seven points um, if your pick is at least one space away from the correct spot. Five points if your space is at least two spots away from the correct spot. And then after that, if it's anywhere on the top 10, but further away, you'll get three points for the rest. And then everyone's picking three dark horses and each of those have the potential to get one point. So basically there's a bunch of convoluted, weird point systems that are hard to predict and confusing. (laughs) Yes. Um, So yeah, each of us made our own list of 10 movies and where we think they're going to land on the, at the end of the summer. Like I said before, the contest goes from April, like, they moved it up this year actually for the Avengers Infinity War and it'll finish Labor Day weekend. So whichever movies make the most money after Labor Day, we're going to go back and see who's the closest and then whoever wins, uh, wins the contest. The stakes of the contest are kind of cool because whoever wins the contest gets to pick a movie that everyone else has to watch before next year's contest. So last year it was just me and Brandon and Derek, and Brandon won. Mm -hmm. Um, And Brandon, what was the movie that you made us watch? I picked 2014's Leviathan. Right. And we talked about that, me and you, on another episode. But Derek, you just watched Leviathan like last week or two weeks ago, right? Right. Yeah, it took me all year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give uh, any any thoughts of Leviathan? Are you happy Brandon forced you to watch it? or? Yeah, I mean, I'm always happy to watch a movie I haven't seen. Uh, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I didn't really connect with any of the characters too well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. Oh, it hurts, Derek. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, <laughs> just you know, keep that in mind. It's it's kind of a fun thing because you can either choose a movie that you think everyone will love, or straight up you can just force everybody to watch something that you know maybe they'll hate. And for the record, I was hoping everyone would love this. It was not a a hate watch. Right. I mean, if you go back to the episode that we talked about it, like I definitely liked it a lot. Um, it definitely was a depressing Russian film, but. You know, um, I, I mean, I thought it was really well done, but um, it, it's definitely like respectable. It was a respectable film. I didn't like feel I wasn't like bird like I didn't, didn't feel like a burden having watched it. 
like it was it was fine i just yeah i don't know it's just i think we kind of talked about it like that that kind of movie for me just doesn't do a whole lot for me i can respect like the filmmaking behind it but everything else about it just doesn't i just can't really connect with it or i don't get a whole lot out of it i guess yeah, well, fair enough. Um, I'm I'm glad that you watched it. Like, I really just appreciate that you followed the rules and were able to watch it before, before the new contest started, or else I guess you would have been disqualified. Or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. But um, anyway, so this episode we're going to be going through. Uh, we're not going to be listing our lists like movie by movie because that'll just take too long. But what we're going to do is we're going to go through every pick. And uh, whoever had it the highest, we'll talk about why we had it so high, and maybe we'll go over why other people had the movies where they're at. But there are some big movies that are coming out this summer. It's actually like a really exciting movie, movie summer, um, because not only are they like big names and sequels and stuff, but they also you know, a lot of these movies look really, really good. So um, let's get started. Real um, quick, I'd like to add that um, we'll link down in the show notes uh, website you can follow along at. That's really great. That keeps track of all the statistics and the points. Um, and you can log in all your movie info on the site. So check out the show notes below. And I think we should be able to link our own, like our own, uh, our own pool. So if you actually want to follow along and see how we're doing against each other and see how badly I'm losing, um, <laughs> that'd be, you know, that'd be really cool. So totally. Um, so yeah, let's get going to this. So the number one movie that everyone had except one person is Avengers Infinity War. Brandon, you want to kick us off and talk about that movie? Yeah, um, this one mostly seems obvi- obvious. The kind of challenge, I guess, only lies in that Avengers Age of Ultron, the last one in the series, technically made less than Jurassic World. However, with the explosion of Black Panther that happened earlier in the year, um, I I think it's going to carry forward through Age of Ultron. And Age of Ultron just has so long to do well it's not cut off by the end of the summer and i have a lot of confidence this will be number one yeah i uh i agree with brandon also um didn't civil war come out uh after age of ultron or was that before age of ultron i feel like that was that was already kind of the the next avengers movie and that was wildly successful and so i can't i think that even kind of negates the age of ultron yeah, I guess like the comparison is like Avengers versus Jurassic World. That happened that year, and I think Jurassic World won, right? Yeah. And so it's again happening this year. So I think that's the bigger comparison is who of which I mean, I guess they're they're spread out far enough apart that everyone could go see both, but Civil War came out after Age of Ultron though. Okay, yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. Like Civil War, the success of Civil War being kind of the already the third Avengers movie kind of negates the the kind of unsuccess of Age of Ultron. But I think probably the right, more right. Oh, interesting cool. conversation that should be had is why wouldn't you put it at number one? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Moffat. It's coming out this weekend. And expect, it's expected to make $225 million. So uh, anyone that's not putting it number one is a crazy person. And I'll just say <laughs> that I didn't put it number one. And I feel like a crazy person. Right when I submitted my, uh, right when I submitted my uh, list, I immediately regretted it and knew that I was going to lose the summer. 
Um, especially because a week, like last week when I was prepping for this list, I was all about how Jurassic World's not going to make nearly as much money as the first one. Like, I definitely don't think it's going to make as much money. So I went against my logical thinking and I, I swung big and, um, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. And it's not really, it's, it's not really based in facts necessarily, but I just was like, I was thinking about it and like the last three years, that I've been, you know, the last three years, everyone has immediately, you know, without thinking, put the Marvel movie at number one. But the also the last three years, that that hasn't been the number one movie. So last year, last year, Guardians Volume Two, everyone put at number one, but Wonder Woman hmm. beat it. The year before, everyone had Civil War at number one, but then Finding Dory beat it. The year before that, everyone had Age of Ultron at number one, and then Jurassic World beat it. So. I don't know. There's just like yeah. I just had a feeling and that that it might not be the number one. And uh, I I you know, it's gonna make so much money this weekend, it's feels stupid to not have it be number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so why did you put Jurassic World at your number one as opposed to the others? Because Americans love dinosaurs. that's it i'm just betting on the dinosaurs and i don't think you know it's it's a newer franchise even though jurassic park you know came out years and years ago jurassic world is still newer and i think that people will flock back to the dinosaurs i'm kind of like i'm thinking about the average person that's going to go to the movies in in june and also when that movie comes out there's not as much competition you know avengers you know has a couple weeks of no competition but then deadpool comes right after that and then solo comes right after that too yeah so i i kind of think jurassic world has a little less competition well, we'll see how it works out. I'm expecting to lose. So, <laughs> anyway, so the next movie uh, is that we're expecting to see is Solo. Derek, do you want to talk about that one? Yeah. So this is the. Uh, let's see, is this the third? No, this is the second like side story from the new Star Wars universe that they built, and I think we're expecting it to do a lot of money. I'm I'm predicting it's going to do like. I mean, based off my bet, I'm thinking it's in due close to $600 million. And based off of, we had Rogue One was the other Star Wars story, did 530 So it's it's a safe bet that it's going to be up there in that upper echelon, right up there with those other two. I think all three of those movies are going to be pretty close. Especially if, I mean, the biggest thing about Solo is whether or not it's good or not. Mm, right. I think... I think there's a lot of a lot of people didn't like the last Jedi, and so I think a lot of people are kind of thinking Solo might do less than they were expecting. But if it's good, I think it's gonna land hard, and there's still all the diehard Star Wars people that are definitely go see it. Yeah, the, I think the lack of Harrison Ford factor is going to be kind of a thing where, you know, are people going to buy someone else as Han Solo? But if people do and it's a great movie, then I think it could it could be the number one movie of the summer for all we knew if it, if, oh, it yeah. if it catches on. But it could also not catch on and make less than everyone's expecting. Yeah, all three of these movies are easily are going to be hovering around six hundred million, give or take, and it's anyone's game. So I mean, looking at at past top ten movies, um, when when Avengers came out and then when Jurassic World came out. Um, those both of those movies made over six hundred million dollars that summer, but there was only um, no at uh, no 
year over the last decade has more than two movies made over $400 million. So what is kind of America's spending capacity to to get mm. these movies that much money? So, I mean, that's the big question mark for me and which kind of leads to my second, my number two pick, um, which was not Solo. It was uh, Incredibles 2. Um, so there's there's so many movies that come out, especially in the first um, first half of the summer that are the exact same demographic, very similar action blockbusters, mostly superhero movies. And I really question um, America's capacity to spend the money on that many um, in such a short period of time. I mean, that's a really good point. Uh, with Incredibles, I just I feel like it's not their strongest franchise. And it doesn't have the strongest sequel potential over Finding Dory. People loved those fish, Toy Story. People, that was like a cultural phenomenon. And while Incredibles is their most, probably in one of their most incredible films, it doesn't have that like appeal in the zeitgeist that kids are like crazy about. Um, It'll do great, but that's why I have it down at number five. Yeah. So I guess what I'm banking on is I don't, I, I think all of these action blockbuster movies are going to bring each other down. And I don't even necessarily know that um, that Incredibles 2 even needs to break $400 million, which is, that's kind of what I'm begging on. It's probably not going to work, but that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm thinking. That, that was my thought process behind it. So speaking of another uh, comic book movie that's coming out right after Avengers Infinity War, uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, is Deadpool 2 going to make as much money as the first one? Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, the last Deadpool is still hovering around what Sean just said, $400 million. The last Deadpool made $363 million. And so no matter what, this is going to be in the top five as a sequel. And I think people are so fond of the first one, they're going to come out just as strong. And even if it's give or take a few, um, it'll be hovering right around this spot. I think it's pretty undeniable that um, it's going to be right around four. Yeah, I put it at number five just because I feel like I feel like the first one was such a like cultural phenomenon, like and and had a few things going for it that made it special. It came out in February on Val- on Valentine's Day. It was like uh, 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 the first R rated comic book movie that people were able to, like really latch onto, and um, I just I just don't know if as many people are going to come out for it, you know, as Sean was saying, like right after Infinity War, are people going to be really clamoring for like another, you know, it's not going to be as fresh and new as it was the first time around. So, I mean, I still have a really high of at number five, but yeah, um, all of us have it four and five. Yeah. I, and for me, the only reason I put it, I put it at five, I put uh, solo and Jurassic world above it. It's because I was a little timid with putting, uh, the other ones so so low because like I kind of part of me does think that Deadpool has the the most like I, I don't know so many people were all about the first one I think like maybe the the hype of the first one or how much people really liked the first one would make the second one more almost more successful than the first one um, as opposed to like Solo's going into it with the stigma of The Last Jedi and Jurassic World. Not, you know, it was a huge movie, but, it, you know, it wasn't 
a super well received movie. So I don't, I don't know. It's a, those, all those movies are a big question mark for me. I don't, I don't That's know. a good point. If anything, I personally could see Deadpool going as one of the only that goes slightly higher. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So uh, another movie that's coming out, uh, uh, which we all have pretty high on our list too, but I think we all have it also around the same spot, um, six or seven, is uh, Mission Impossible 6. Uh, which one is this called? Is this Ghost Protocol? No, it's, uh, it's Fallout. Fallout. The Fallout, yeah. Fallout Boy. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this movie is probably going to make a lot of money just because it's a known franchise that people, you know, always go see. It's got Tom Cruise in it. You know, it's got that spy stuff. Um, I mean, I, th- I put it at number six because I just I feel like it's a really safe spot for it. What about you guys? I mean, I think it's interesting to say that everything above this we all share the top five in our top five, regardless of what order. And then mm-hmm. everything below this is a lot more jumbled and mixed. And there's also in the amount of money that the movies have made in the top five and then going any lower than that, six and below, is a huge jump in pay. Like we just talked about Deadpool and that was in the almost 400 million range. Now we're talking about Mission Impossible and this is below 200 million in the last reiteration of the franchise. So there's going to be a giant gap between these yeah. numbers on our lists, five and six. Like I think I think five through or one through five, those movies are going to be making possibly upwards of $600 million down to like, I don't even know if any of them are going to make under $300 million. And then like six through 10, I can't imagine any of those are going to make over 200 million. Yep, exactly. So uh, going back to Marvel, you know, again, we're all these comic book movies. uh, We've also got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out uh, later in the summer. Um, How do you guys think this movie is going to do? Derek? Uh, I think it's going to do okay. I don't think it it's not I don't think it's even be comparable to the other Marvel movies. It's definitely like the Black Sheep franchise. It's uh you know, the last one only made just what was it? Like right around, yeah, under it didn't even hit the 200 million mark, which is like every Marvel movie just hits 200 million just easily, you know. We're talking about Avengers doing that in its first weekend. So I think that while it may do more than the last one, I think it's going to ride on the coattails a little bit, especially if Infinity's War, War is good. Everyone's going to be excited to go check out the next Marvel movie. But at the same time, just based off of its marketing, and um, no offense to the Peyton Reed, the director, I just don't think there's like a whole lot of excitement for this movie. We're not really expecting anything special stylized or... It's just not. It's not one of their big movies that they're really pushing hard to sell. Does anyone know if Ant Man is going to be in Infinity War? Yeah, he is. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, there's like sixty five superheroes in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another movie that I think is kind of a wild card. Um, we all kind of have different at different places, but we all have it in our top ten. Though is Ocean's Eight. Sean, what do you think about Ocean's 8? Yeah, I had it at number six. I put it higher Ooh. than anyone else Damn. by two. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I guess it, the, the big question is, is it going to do like, how how is it going to sneak in there with a little over $100 million, like say a girl's trip type movie? Or is it going to do like Bridesmaids or 
Like even the heat made $160 million. And so I, and then how is it going to compare to the original oceans 11, um, which made, I think only, I think it made under $200 million, but it, that was in 2001 money. So inflation brings it up quite a bit. So I, I don't know. I think, I think it is going to do kind of more bridesmaids money, which made like 170, 180 million. Um, and, and maybe even more than that because of the, you know, the well-known franchise and it has like Rihanna and all like a huge cast of, you know, Kate Blanchett and everyone. And I, I, just, I think it's going to do pretty well. Um, I think it's going to bring that, that audience in that isn't going to see all the, all these superhero blockbuster action movies. It's going to bring in a more female crowd and, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I it, it's, I think it's going to do pretty well. Probably won't, but <laughs> I think it might. But um, if you look at the last three movies, Ocean's 11 through 13, each one, they're all in the 100 million range, but each one drops a good 25 million. And just looking at that trajectory, that's kind of all I had evidence of. I That's why mine is number 10. I think the cast is the strongest thing going for this movie and not even like the name value. Like I don't even know why it has to be an oceans movie. I think it just, the cast is like the thing that's like, are people going to buy these people doing a big heist? And, um, you know, I feel like if it, if it hits, it's going to hit really hard and make a lot of money. But I think either way, like I put it at number 10, cause I feel like, I feel like just, just the cast, people are going to go see it, but I don't know if they're going to fully buy it. Like, I just don't know how much America really cares about like heist movies right now. So that, that's why I think it's going to sneak into the top 10. Let's see. Yeah. I guess Derek had it at number eight too, which, which is a little bit higher than either of you. I think it has potential. So, um, switching gears a little bit from Ocean's 8, um, we've got another animated movie here, Hotel Transylvania 3. Um, Brandon, you had this one, you know, uh, yeah, you had this one the highest out of all of us. Why did you have it where you had it? Yeah, so this is also the first one that didn't appear on all four of our lists. Um, Derek didn't have it at all. Um, (laughs) I guess he'll speak to that later, but um, I have it at number eight, just looking at the past records the series holds. The first one was almost 150 million, and the second one actually went up to around 170 million, and I don't necessarily think the third animated film in most series goes up higher, but um, I think it will land around that 150 million spot, and which should bring it around number eight. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I'm kind of worried because I feel like a lot of times there's a big drop-off with animated movies. Like, just all of a sudden people are done with it and then just totally bombs. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it'll maintain that for the third one. It's, there's usually two animated movies that uh, that hit big during the summer for kids. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's this and Incredibles. Um, Derek, why didn't you have uh, Hotel Transylvania 3 on your list? What's that? Why didn't you What's have that? that one? <laughs> no, what is? I don't really know what that is. I've never heard of it. Uh, um, no one's seen this movie. This is such like <laughs> this isn't just the kids. Like we talk about kids for Incredibles. This is like oh, children, <laughs> right? This is like a you know you take your toddlers to this movie, um, but apparently there's a lot of them because the last two made a shit ton of money. Hey, to- hey. Hey, little babies gotta go to the movies too. So this movie was just completely off my radar. It didn't even—I never even thought about it for a second. 
Okay. Um, speaking of a movie that is off most of our radars, um, Sean, you have Christopher Robin in your top ten. What's up with that? Uh, um, I like. <laughs> that's the one movie that I'm. I probably if I redid my list, I'd probably either put it lower or maybe maybe in a dark horse. But I don't know. Um, those movies they. They can do really, really well, um, or they can do okay. And it, it, I don't know, it might not, uh, yeah, it it should probably go under Ant-Man. I didn't think Hotel Transylvania was going to do that well. I think it's kind of one of those movies where, like, the first two were about one thing, and then the third movie, they're like, well, this one, they're on a vacation. Uh, And so I I guess I didn't think that was going to, that was going to be as high as the other two so I oh put God, it above I that, got, but like Ant-Man, it should have. I what, just got it? a Alvin the Chipmunks chip wrecked uh, flashback. I, oh my God. <laughs> Nick, I had that exact same thought just now. I was about to bring that up. That's so funny. Third film where they go on a vacation. <laughs> oh no. Chipwrecked. But yeah, uh, so like thinking about it now, it should probably be below Ant-Man, which I have at number nine, which is lower than anyone else. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I do think it's going to do pretty well. Most of those movies tend to do pretty well. And last year, Beauty and the Beast was, uh, I think, the oh. num- wasn't it the number two movie of the year? Uh, highest grossing movie of the year. Just like yeah, 500 but... million. And yeah, this isn't this isn't Beauty and the Beast. But they those movies do do pretty well. And um, yeah, I think it's going to do well enough. I mean, I honestly don't know anything about this movie. Like, is it a Winnie the Pooh movie, or is it about is it about Christopher Robin? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's like Christopher Robin grows up a little bit, and and I don't know, maybe forgets about. I, I don't know. I haven't even seen a trailer, I, but I do think it's Christopher Robin's a little bit older, and Winnie the Pooh somehow comes back into his life. Yeah, well, somehow. hopefully it makes that. Maybe make that Finding Neverland money. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. So, um, <laughs> Interesting. So a movie, th- moving on, uh, a movie that uh, both me and Brandon have on our top ten, both at number nine, but um, neither of you guys have on your top ten, is Mamma Mia 2, ABBA style. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brandon, what do you think about Mamma Mia? Um. I think that Mamma Mia is going to be that um, light comedy, like Girls Trip, that makes it into the top 10. Um, I have it actually higher than Oceans, um, because like I said, Oceans made less and less money. If it keeps going down, it'll be below 100 million. However, I think Mamma Mia is going to have a wider audience. Um, It's going to have like a lot of the older musical generation. It has like a really great crazy cast as well of everyone coming back and uh i think this will be kind of that like light comedy that everyone goes and sees yeah i mean i i feel like it's just like abba and people love that stuff i don't know just a musical fun time in the summer i just yeah i, I see this movie making a good amount of money i i also have it above and brandon are nine and ten of the same actually oh so yeah the um, last one made 150 million dollars yeah. Does uh so was Mama the original Mama Mia was a musical, right? A Broadway musical before it was a movie. Is that right? Yes. 
and there was no there's no precedent really for a sequel is, no. was there that's i mean that's kind of what i was thinking about it so like I, I don't know it seems like a tacked on thing um i didn't see it except for when we were in costa rica flew into costa rica and watched it in that hotel in spanish that's the only time i saw the movie <laughs> uh but yeah so i yeah i put it i put it as a dark horse what you got something against abba sean no <laughs> okay so ne- the next film uh derek you've got it at um at your number nine spot um but i think you're the only one that has it in your top 10 right yeah you're the only one that has it in your top 10 uh skyscraper so what's the deal with skyscraper yeah well it's like it's the same thing that's the deal with all these other dwayne johnson movies that make 200 million dollars out of nowhere like, honestly, I feel like just the fact that he's in an action movie that's coming out in U.S. theaters, it's going to make a lot of money. The last time he did this, like, I'm trying, I'm comparing this to, like, San Andreas, where it's just, like, this out-of-nowhere movie that didn't really make any sense to be made. It's, like, a disaster movie, like, way after 2012 and, like, all that disaster porn era stuff is all like gone, and then he just makes this movie, and I don't, I don't even know why it made so much money, but it just, it did, and so I'm just expecting this to do the same thing. And Rampage has been doing decently well mm. for what it is, has it? And yeah, I not top ten well. I mean, well, no, and I'm not I exa- feel like well, Rampage is was more heavily advertised than Skyscraper is being. Skyscraper that's why yeah, for sure. Well, skyscraper, August. it's like August or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got well, a that's time. why. Yeah, that's why I didn't put it on my list because Rampage isn't doing so well, and I haven't heard much about skyscraper at all. And it looks like less of a bombastic concept. I think it's like it, it sounds like it's like Die Hard with The Rock. <laughs> and for I feel like that's just is going to make at least a hundred and fifty. Or at the very least, maybe one ten. But I know it's going to break a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it's a safe bet to bet on the Rock. Um, you, you never know them. And uh, late, late in the list, it's like a lot of these movies are up in the air. Um, another one that you had, Derek, that I don't think anyone else has is Life of the Party. Yeah, I mean, Melissa McCarthy's like the same thing. Like, <laughs> she, her movies just do well. I don't know if it's just her. Or like people just recognize her name and like to go see it, but generally they do you know close to a hundred million dollars. Um, Tammy did eighty four million. Spy did one hundred and ten million. Um, you know, Identity Thief one hundred and thirty four million. Wait, but isn't Life of the Party coming out like this weekend? I don't think so. I think it's another late. I thought it was another late summer one. I thought it was coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, May May eleventh. Not that I think it'll do great, but it's definitely one of the few comedies that could break out into this category. Yeah, it's true. It is coming out in the middle of like this this chaotic month or so of releases, but I think it's I think it might be kind of impervious to a lot of those those big Hollywood blockbusters that are coming out. I think this is a completely different audience. That's you know, moms and yeah, I think I think if it's if it's decent, I think it's one of those movies that anyone can go see. 
But also, I think there's probably going to be a lot of those parents dropping their kids off to go see a movie, and then they go and see this other Melissa McCarthy movie or something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it has potential. I think just the fact that Melissa McCarthy's coming out in a comedy in the summer just has a good chance for it to make a lot of money. Totally. So uh, those were all the movies that we have in our top ten. Um, the rest are uh, – we're going to go over our Dark Horses, which are just movies that were – they're just kind of shots in the dark where they only count for one point if they make the top ten. So we each got three Dark Horses. Um, we'll go through those really quick. Um, Tag was the first one. Brandon, what, what's the deal with Tag? Um, it's basically the only adult uh, male comedy coming out this summer. It has Ed Holmes and Jack Johnson in it. Um, not that they're – that big of a draw either, but there's no competition in the comedy category for this film. So it's in my dark horse. Okay. Um, Sean, uh, you have a movie called crazy rich Asians. Yeah, <laughs> I know almost nothing about the movie, <laughs> but it, uh, it's based on a really, really popular book that a lot of people really, really like. And I think are going to talk a lot about, and I think that might push it into, um, and I, I think I've heard that the movie is supposed to be pretty good. I don't know if it, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about why it would be. But uh, yeah, that was kind of just a little bit of a shot in the dark. And I think the people who really enjoy the book might get people to go out and see it. So. Well, uh, I had The Equalizer 2 as one of my dark horses, and kind of similar to how Derek bet on The Rock, uh, I'm just betting on Denzel Washington. And I'm just... It's kind of a shot in the dark, but just Denzel Washington, you know, you, you never know. He could he could surprise everybody and, and sneak into the top ten. The Equalizer made over $100 million. Yeah. So, so. that's not a bad guess. Hmm. Um, so I did uh, The First Purge in here. It's the only major horror movie coming out this summer. Um, and all the other purges surprisingly made more money as they came out, the last one making almost $80 million. And so if that trajectory keeps going up as it has these last three, it'll be around there, if not more, and hopefully can crack the top ten. Okay. Uh, Derek, what about the Meg? Yeah, um, I think it you know, it comes out pretty late, so I don't even know how much of an op, like how much money it will make in before the end of our movie wager. Because I think it comes out in like end of August or something, doesn't it? Let's see. Meg. But I think I think it has like a chance to yeah August tenth, so I think it has a good chance to make a good amount of money, especially if it comes out with positive reviews and stuff. It looks pretty cool. I think it's got a fun cast and it looks just like a pretty fun, uh, you know, big old monster movie. So I don't think there's anything holding it back besides itself. Snakes on a Plane made thirty four million dollars, and I feel like that had more hype. So it'll be interesting, yeah. even though I'm excited for the Meg. Um, so I had the Spy Who Dumped Me as a dark horse. Um, I've, you know, this is just one of those. Uh, it's just a, a female-driven dri- comedy, um, big concept, spies and chasing and action, but you know, a lot of laughs and female for the female audience. And and uh, I don't. Again, I have no idea if this movie's going to make any money at all. I just kind of uh, wanted to throw another uh, comedy in there as a, as a dark horse. Cool. 
So those are pretty much all of our movies. Um, you know, the thing that I keep saying about this is that no one really knows anything. Like, I feel like at the end of the summer, we're going to look back and be like, oh, yeah, it was so obvious. Like, how come we didn't predict that? that at least that's how I felt the last few years doing this. But, um, you know, going into it, it's kind of like a shot in the dark for a lot of them. So, um, I don't know. Anything you guys want to add? I think it, uh, I think it was kind of funny in the Slash Filmcast. They said, like, when they were doing their lists, it was funny how quickly they lose all faith in humanity and start making these just boneheaded executive studio executive decisions about, <laughs> like, what movie is going to be successful and, and what the American public wants out of their movies. It's just... Yeah, I think that I thought you, that was pretty funny. And then you <laughs> and realize I, this is probably how it works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is why. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, though. Uh, you know, this this summer to me seems a lot more exciting than last summer. I remember last summer there were like there were definitely like four or five that I was really excited about. But last year also had like Despicable Me 3 and Pirates 5 and Cars 3 and Transformers 5. And it was like uh, just a lot of movies I was not interested in like at all. And uh, this year, like, pretty much, like, you know, I, I'm pretty interested in a lot of these. Like, it's very possible that a lot of these could be really, really good. So, um, It's not every year that lands on an Avengers year. Um, Solo got bumped up from Christmas to summer. Incredibles is one of the best Pixar films. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one up there I'm not excited about is Jurassic World. But the others are a pretty good, like, coincidence. They're all coming out on the same summer. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, so that pretty much wraps it up. Um, uh, basically, we'll be doing this through. We'll be following our charts and seeing how we're doing, competing all summer. Uh, you know, the one, one thing that's fun about this is that we submit them and we have no control over how the rest of the summer is going. So we'll just be looking at our charts without any control and seeing, you know, <laughs> come come Labor Day, we'll know who wins or not. So, um with that, um, let's just uh, sign off. I'm Nick Moffitt. You can find me on Letterboxd. Uh, Brandon, what about you? I'm on Letterboxd at Beb, and I'm on Instagram at Brandon underscore Bulby. Derek? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Mixer, all at Chicken Tech. And Sean, how you doing? Uh, I'm just on Letterboxd uh, at Bulbinator. Cool. Well, um, you know, I can't wait to get my ass kicked by you guys and looking forward to whatever movie you decide to show me come come the fall. So um, we'll be back in just a few weeks reviewing the movies that came out in April, including Avengers Infinity War. So um, talk to you soon. Bye. 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 See ya.